So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this August 14th, 2013 episode of Everyday Connection. I am, yet again, Rico Shields. And you never know, one of these days I might not be, but still, yet again, Rico Shields. And to my north, way up in the fortress of solitude, actually in the Phoenix Nest, we have Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I am awesome, Rick. Second day, second show in the studio. Couldn't be happier. I'm just, I'm all giggles and smiles. Yeah, we were we were chatting just before the show about how colors are good for the, good for what ails you, or good for the soul, or good for the eyes, or something. Because you do, you're yeah, surrounded it, with bright colors down there. I am. It's really interesting. Um, so, and I guess. We started talking about it, so we might as well talk about a little about what this studio represents and and um, how it all came about. But some of our regular listeners have heard us talk about um, Shauna moving in and us building a studio here, and we've also talked about Shauna deciding to stay in the city. Um, so what am I going to do with this space? And I decided to turn it into my office and studio. Well, um, we work out a way to fund the build for the big art studio, which I'm still planning on building uh, with an artist retreat attached where artists can come and just be for the cost of basically whatever they use, like they're, you know, if they use any electricity. Um, We're going to try and build it with a zero impact um, modality, which means that hopefully there will be no cost. For the studio to function because it will be self-sustaining. Um, you know, we'll have a great water system filter in there, and we'll solar power it. We're going to grow food here, so it's a big you're project. Gonna, you're going to pick up used trucks that already have the doors inside, and yeah, I know it's been an incredible journey. Um, but where was I going to work until that space? built because that was a really big build Um, and I really wanted a space to be able to paint and and to create and to write and so when Shauna decided not to move in she gifted me with my creation space Um, and my husband's aunt had passed away recently and as part of you know helping people go through the estate um, and because of the big truck, helping people move stuff around and helping them just get through it. Um, they allowed us to take some of the leftover paints and stuff from the house. And so 
I was gifted with these colors, these amazingly bright colors that I would never have chosen. Um, and, and that's what I've painted the studio with. So the studio, the entire studio space is a tribute actually to this woman and I intend to hang her picture on the wall um, because, you know, this is her paint, this is her, her, her color choice for me and it's so perfect. Um, it, they were the colors that she had used to paint her house. And so it's, you know, it's been such a crazy journey to get here, but four years wanting a studio and now I have it. And that, that's just cool, you know? So I'm. It's very cool. And all painted up in like chakra colors and. and uh, yeah, they're, they're all chakra colors. All the chakra, all the. And she, I don't even think she had a spiritual inkling of, you know, any of that. I, I, I don't even know what the woman's beliefs were, but there was nothing in her house or her mannerisms or her lifestyle to indicate that she followed any kind of particular spiritual beliefs. So um, just. She just loved bright colors, and um, I love her for that because, wow, what an amazing space that I've been able to create thanks to that. Uh, so, you know, and I don't know. It's been it's been a journey, and I'm just easing into this because this is really cool. First office, first show. <clears throat> yay. <laughs> yes, I think yay very much so. And, um, yeah. Uh, it's a good little banter. We had all kinds of plans about what we were going to banter about, but you know, the best laid plans of mice and masters—they just don't always pan out. <laughs> and uh, but did want to give a shout out to uh, Jordan Okrand. He is in the haunting the chat room this morning. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, Our that's so Jordan. cool that Jordan's there. We um, may even play his really music. That- you never know. We could, and I'm actually hoping that Jordan's going to be one of the first people to actually come out and see this space, um, and and actually, you know, check it out and see the vision. So that's exciting that he's in the chat room this morning, and we're talking about it. Yeah, because <laughs> so cool. there there has so cool. been talk and rumored movements of Jordan coming to yes. the wild Laurentian Mountains in Canada. Laurentian yes. Mountains, it's the Laurentians, you just call it. Yes, yes, the Laurentians. Um, and I'm, like, super stoked about that because I'd love to meet this young man in person. He's super freaking talented. He's quite brilliant intellectually, um, so connected spiritually. I just, you know, he's, I'd yeah, love to meet him in person. After the journey to Brazil and all, I thought surely I'd get him first being in Costa Rica now, but... I know, but maybe maybe I can get him. I can tape him playing in this Phoenix studio, um, temporary Phoenix studio, and, and that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would I would love for for him to be one of the first people to see this space and see this vision and see this dream. Uh, that that would be a very special he can, thing. He I can think. come right there in your in your pretty beautifully painted studio with names on all sing "Stairway to Heaven" for your studio. You sing with him. Yeah. You're you're thinking about starting yes. to sing some, so see you can sing and. Ah, uh, you well, had to bring that up, babe. I well, wasn't going to tell but, him that. Well, but <laughs> the reason I do is because if you'll recall from when uh, Jordan has been with us on the show, he, you know, started off playing the guitar and stuff, and he was convinced that he couldn't sing. 
Yes, and I and, and all of our friends that have heard his music know that he really can. So, uh, oh, yes, he the, can. The, the same is likely true with you, my dear. Uh, talk about putting your talk about putting your co-host on the spot. Wow. Hey, hey just lay all your plans, you? visions, and dreams. I, your most but, deepest desires on the table, and <laughs> I, I didn't do it until you did it first. So that's true. See. That's true. That's true. Yes, it is one of the things that I've I've dreamt about since I was a little girl, secretly, um, and I've never had to. I'm working on that as well. <laughs> Maybe he can help. Who knows? Yeah, he's like, oh, I really said Maybe that. Maybe. And I'm like, yeah, we got it on tape. We're, you're you're busted. Oh, <laughs> one day when he's you know rich and famous and touring the world, we're gonna replay his episode. Be very- <laughs> so we knew him before he was. We we had all these people before because several people have been on our show, and then you know we check in with them six months later, and they've suddenly like going on world tours and things. It's yeah, world tours. Um, we've luck, had people apparently. come on the show and get record deals. Had people come on the show and get um, movies. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. That's pretty. Um, had people on the show and then get their own shows. It, it's just been yeah, it's just been incredible watching people just explode into their you know I just into their greatness. It's it's so cool to to watch them do that and to know where they're coming from. Absolutely. As they're doing it, you know what I mean? That's the best part, is that, yeah. He just like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Speaking of greatness. Speaking of greatness and, and chatting and brilliance and good things happening and all of that, there's already been lots of good things happening, I should think. And uh, we hope lots more for our, our guest today who has, uh, uh, well, weird things. Oh, that's the title of a book. But he may have some weird tales to tell. You never know. He wrote a book titled that. Uh, joining us this morning from the Czech Republic, where it's afternoon, we have Dr. Gary Michael. Is it Vasey or Vasey? Vasey. Vasey. I yep. should have just gone with my instinct. Welcome. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Lovely. You're sounding both very bubbly. Well, we yeah. have a lot to be bubbly about, you know. Oh, that's good. Now, Weird, Weird Tales was actually a book of poetry, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go, see? See, when I, when you were talking about the guy that, that plays guitar and sings, and I, I obviously don't know him from Adam, but uh, when, I was, uh, when I was a teenager, I dreamed of uh, being a successful guitarist, and uh, I used to write a lot of lyrics. I was a very moody child, and uh, after a couple of decades, I went through them, and I found maybe three or four that were actually half decent, and I, I'd been writing poetry all that time, and uh, I put together a little book of poems, and uh, self-published this one, uh, called it Weird Tales, and that's, that's what that was. I think it sold all of about five copies. It's doing well. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Gene can tell you self-publishing and and number of copies sold. Don't don't watch it on a daily basis. It's like watching paint dry. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I love to write. 
I write all the time. I, I more or less write for a living in my day job. And uh, I, I like to write uh, about strange, to esoteric topics of magic and uh, magic and, and spiritualism and that kind of thing. And so I've got a strange collection. I counted today because I took a photograph of my Facebook page. You know the top photograph? I wanted a, a photograph of all the books. And uh, my novel, uh, Last Observer, which is just out now, is my ninth.
the inner planes, magic circles, the astral planes, all that kind of stuff. The entire class was sat there en route. Finally, you know, these, these kids really respect me. Of course, at the end of the class, I realized they were all sat there thinking, well, 50 minutes, what the hell is this freak? You know? Oh, that's awesome. Gary, you're killing me. I In high school, I actually did a Wiccan initiation ritual as a history presentation. <laughs> it messed with my class because I had already gotten to the point where I was like, I don't care if you don't care or if you don't like what I'm interested in. I just And it shocked them. The shock level was just like... They didn't know what to think. <laughs> so I do so appreciate what you're saying because, oh, my goodness. You know, I didn't do it when I was young like you, but when I got older, I was like, I I got, I thought it. I didn't care. I didn't care what people thought. I just, I was, I found decult fascinating. So I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah, I mean, at the age of 12, with Parents' permission, I had very understanding parents. I was attending uh, meetings of the church for spiritual and psychical research. And, uh, you know, it never entered my head that there I was, this prepubescent 12 year old, surrounded by, you know, old ladies drinking tea and talking about the dear departed ones. Um, it never, never entered my head that I was completely out of place in that company. I met some very nice people, of course, who lent me lots of wonderful books. And uh, I read those books happily and continued to have all kinds of weird experiences, um, uh, all kinds of strange experiences, strange coincidences, meeting uh, individuals that, that in some way were very helpful to me. Um, then, you know, you get into your 20s, you get into a profession, you get married, you start having kids, and some habit just fades away. And it was about, I don't know, 12, 15, 16 years before I... I said to myself, you know, I had some something, something I did a bit of research and joined the Servants of the Light, which is a UK contacted uh, school of occult sciences led by Dolores Ashcroft and Wiki. And they just asked uh, to go the four nights and six years in meditation and going through their lessons. And uh, it basically brought everything under control. And, uh, to develop uh, what I call an inner contact, which I believe to be my, my own higher self, shall we say. And that resulted in the first strange book, which was uh, Inner Journeys, Explorations of the Soul, published by Thoth in I think it was 2005. And actually, actually is a sort of autobiographical account of all these strange things and coincidences, and then what I learned doing this course with the SOL. Uh oh, Jane. Yep. Ah, yeah, okay. I'm still here. I was just checking because we had a little a little bobble in the line there, and I wanted to be sure it wasn't you disappearing. No, I was just taking that all in. I just wow to actually be able to go and and study that at the age of twelve to have parents that would support that and just that's just to me that's really cool. My dad was a cool guy. I mean. He was a thinker, uh, a dreamer, and a very clever guy.
Well, that's absolutely astounding. Uh, so many, so many young people have to fight the good fight with regards to family. Um, so it's just amazing that your family supported it. So go ahead, Rick. Well, I was just my 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 dad was a, a very clever fellow, but very very stiff, very uh, regimented in what was okay to be clever about and what was not okay. And uh, dogs drove me a bit batty as a child because I was never one for coloring inside the lines, and it was so it was it was it was a bit of a challenge. I think I was very lucky. My, my father also had it, you know, some experiences. I think he was frightened of it, but uh, I think he uh, he understood you know, that, uh, what I was going through. And uh, whilst he wasn't particularly interested in trying to pursue it, understand it, um, I think he admired the fact that I was. So I did. I think that's absolutely amazing. Just out of curiosity, you talk about briefly about um, <clears throat> synchronicities and um, you know things unusual things happening. Can you share a couple of those experiences? Some that pop out. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess. Uh, well, I was just writing today actually on my on my personal blog. Um, when I was doing my PhD, I was doing field work in and um, I was working, I was actually based in, in Sydney on Cape Breton Island and being a, a broke student in the mid-80s, I would simply take the bus from Sydney to Halifax. It wound its way through all the towns and villages and took hours. It took you at Halifax National Airport well before the flight. So I found myself, I think, in 1981, sitting at the bar, and I met another young guy who invited me back to the UK and we started talking and we, we realized we had similar interests in esoteric subjects. And of course, you know, back then with no cell phones, it's very difficult to say, give me a phone number, but we lost touch. And then later, I took the same different days, you know, the same birth, sat in the same bar at my passport, looked up and there was the same, same guy I'd seen a year and a few days before. But we, you know, lost contact, and we were able to, to to regain contact and resume that conversation. And I've lost contact since. But I mean, I thought that was pretty amazing. Of all the people in the world, you just meet the same person that you met a year, two days previously in the same place. Unbelievable. That is incredibly. And then, you know, when I was. Uh, when I was at Aston uh, University, I had a, 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 a guy, an Indian, well, an Asian guy, I guess, uh, following me around surreptitiously for a while. And one day, I, I lived on the 19th floor of the 24 tower block on campus. with him 
probably for about the next six months, and then he went back to Indonesia. But uh, he talked to me a lot about meditation. Why? I was facing at the time. And uh, again, I just thought it was amazing that somehow he sensed my presence, sensed I had some issues, and decided he would help. And just stay to my life in that way. Very, and, and that's happened several times in my in my life. That people just stepped in like at the right time with the right answers. Well, it it happens because you allow that to happen. <laughs> and if you think that we need uh-huh. to talk, that's there for all of us to be able to to utilize and but you've managed to really embrace that concept of everything being gifted to you when you need it kind of thing. So you're aware that the people that step through that just that you need to learn might share the pants of a lot of other people, um, which is why we do shows so that we can share those stories with people and let them know that it's not that unusual. I know Rick's had several strange encounters, um, and I've had several guests. Um, and we we think it's it's awesome that people will come on and, and share stories about these things because for so long it's been day. the occult and being interested in the occult and interested in knowing what you know now, has your concept of magic changed from the time that you were younger? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's degrees. I, I felt like it was, you know, Harry Potter-esque. Uh, we ever want something would happen when you were a strange language. And actually, to some extent, I understood it. 
about the time I sat in a pub with my old son in London and uh, talked about this, I suddenly said, you know what? What if, what if we all observe? If your act of observing, as in quantum physics, we bring it into reality, we bring it into creation. We're all God in the same way. But some people were better at that than others, and they were called observers. And what if my idea of a book or a movie is all of the observers killed off by a black magician in order to change the reality? And my son said, you know, gosh, Dad, that, that sounds like a really good movie. Why don't you try writing the book? I got home, as you do, and I wrote maybe the age of prose and then forgot about it in six weeks. <laughs> wow. So then, then last Christmas, I discovered it on my, uh, on my computer, and I thought, you know, I should really finish this. And over the period of three weeks, uh, just absolutely possessed, I wrote it not long. It's about 40,000 words, so it's only a 100 page novel. But uh, it basically is had in mind itself. And it was the concept of magic and it tries to be um, I guess it tries to tries to talk about magical theory and practices, you know, without being too teaching in the context of a novel. Right. You wanted to make it entertaining so that it's it's a multi layer Writing, you know, it's it's entertaining at the same time as being informative, and the more you understand, the deeper you can go into the book. And I love that yeah. when a writer pulls that off. When a writer pulls that off, <laughs> but the only way to pull it off is to put yourself in the book. Um, yeah. And that's you know, I mean, you said you just three weeks and you banged it off, and I get that because that's how I wrote both of my well, actually, all three of my novels. I just that was what I did. I wrote that out. I focused. I was going on. I just wanted to finish the writing, and it just comes. Um, I you know it's got to be fascinating. Read. I'm sure the concept is is exciting. To, to it, I mean, so many people have done it, but you're admitting you've done it. You know, I mean, it's not a movie. Disney does it once in a while. Um, nobody's actually coming out and saying, "Yeah, this this is based on on true the true makeup of the universe." Um, and I think that that's really cool. That's cool to this. Is that? It? When I was one of the others, but when I was a very young child, I mean, I, I seemed to be it wasn't really here. Some kind of virtual reality machine. I don't think the concept of virtual reality even existed, but this was the idea that I was hoping to achieve, that I was experiencing some kind of a dream. And that that's always stayed with me. It's been it's driven me to try to find answers. And of course, when Matrix, Team Floor, and those movies came, Fifteen years ago, I mean, it blew my mind that somebody else had had the same experience. How else did he come up with that concept? Right, I know. I <laughs> I saw that movie and I was like, oh man, that's so cool. They just made it. They just made um, they they 
you know, the quantum six made it to the movie. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's stunning that that it's out there in the mainstream, and yet so few people are still seeing the two. Oh, am I interested? It's interesting that you so openly connect with you. Yeah, it's very based on on fact. It's based on truth. Well, and the because the the quantum physicists themselves are usually, uh, even if they really because of their work, are are usually high about discussing the finer points of the observer uh, problem. Some of them call it. (laughs) Right. So, what happens when there's one observer? Yeah. The measurement problem. And this is the idea of how, how does a, a wave function collapse. Uh, and if you really think that, um, if you think about Kabbalah, the, the, the original uh, view of Kabbalah was, you know, creating through 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 these certain phrases. And you know that's echoed in in the Bible in the sense that uh, you know God said and there was light, uh, or in the beginning was the Word. And it struck me to see that you know, here we have like a biblical description of the problem in the sense that whoever God was, or is all creation and being, by calling it a wave function. And then George said, let there be silence. Apparently we lost our uh, internet and uh, the coconut telegraph broke down on us down here, broke down on me in Costa Rica. And uh, our sincere apologies for that, but uh, we will have Dr. Vasey back with us again soon uh, to finish this conversation because I'm looking forward to it. It was a very interesting, uh, very interesting start and some great topics. Uh, so again, our apologies, but we did want to leave up what we uh, what we got today, and uh, uh, we'll have him back, and uh, it'll be up in our archives a full conversation soon. So uh, thanks for listening and join us again. Until then, as usual, stay connected. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local jared store today and dare to be devoted 
We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. 